0: is brought to you by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. Go to www.speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs. Now, before you start this episode, I just want to warn you, it's kind of all about this movie that I told you guys to watch last week, but if you didn't do your homework, I highly recommend you pausing this and going to watch Windy City Heat on YouTube and then coming back to listen to this. If not, don't say I didn't warn you. Enjoy. Hello.
1: How are you? Now, I've heard in the past that your friends call you Koo. I hope it's okay that I call you Koo, or should I call you Esther?
0: Well, that's fine. I like being called Koo.
1: All right then. Yeah. I'll call you Koo. Well, thank you for having me, Koo. I'm um, I'm everybody's old pal Don Barris.
0: Hi, Don Barris. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Guess what I did today?
1: I Do you want me to guess? I will guess if guess. this is again, All right. Can you give me a hint of what it might be about? Something good in show business?
0: Um, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's show business related.
1: Okay. Yeah. Is it something that happened good for you? No. Uh, all right, I give up. I um, have no idea.
0: I watched the movie you wrote.
1: Which one? Windy City Heat?
0: Windy City Heat. You did not see I that. watched that movie for the first time today.
1: Wow, what'd you think?
0: Oh my God, I was laughing my ass off.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. And
0: then, while I was watching it, I was also Googling the movie, going like, is this a huge prank on this guy, or was it written this way, and he's acting like it's a big prank on him? Right. Like, but most of it was improvised, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Almost everything done there was improvised. Well, right,
0: like, most everything, right?
1: Well, I'll tell you something. Going into this at the time, we've now been doing it actually coming up at the end of May, I've been doing this with this guy for 25 years. At the time, it was at 11 years. Doing we,
0: that with Perry?
1: Putting a make putting this world around him for 11 years we had been with my mole myself and this perry guy so it'd been going on a long time but you
0: like everything you do in the movie you do to him out outside of the movie yes oh my god what
1: see (laughs) that's crazy because it's the greatest reality show ever because what it is it's just these three guys and their interactions together. And we've had, we have had we four years of podcasts. We have a big show coming up uh, because it's the 25th anniversary of this guy getting into show business. So we're celebrating, and we have fans from all over the world, actually, that will come out to this. It'll be June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th. You come out to Los Angeles, and there's a whole little...
0: What the hell is that?
1: Uh, there's people. F- oh, I see what's going on. And I'm not trying to say this is a war of the worlds thing, but I see spaceships outside shooting lasers down. They're, oh my they're killing people. God. <laughs> what oh is my God. that?
0: I've never heard that in my whole life.
1: Oh, that's good. Let's hope this is a big electrical thing here at Esther Kuhs Studios over here today.
0: Um, what are, What's the event on June
1: 23rd? It's the 25th anniversary of Perry being in show business and he got in in a unique way. We have a fan club that knows everything going around. And I've, I've put about five or six of these shows together where we invite people, uh, and they come all the way out from everywhere. And it's kind of a cool thing. The last thing we did was back in January where we gave people four days and we had, uh, it was my eulogy because this Perry guy started spreading a rumor that I had died and so we had a eulogy, and he re- read it. like
0: that's so great.
1: Jimmy Kimmel hosted the whole thing. It's it's online. Did you go? Yeah, because I wasn't dead.
0: <laughs> but where were you? Were you in the coffin?
1: No, 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 no. I came there. They were doing it. The, they were doing a memorial service, like you know how like they if, really
0: told people you died.
1: Well, Perry told people that I and died. and they believed you. No, everybody. Well, I don't know what they believe, but they came out there. But no. they,
0: they didn't really believe you died. They knew it was a joke or they didn't.
1: Well, anyway, you know, <laughs> it's a very bizarre world. Oh, my God. Esther I would love
0: to go to my own funeral.
1: Well, I kind of did. That is, what that happened is this. Like. Well, you can watch it on. Uh, I think it's Don Barris's memorial on YouTube. The whole thing there. Oh like I said, God,
0: this freaking.
1: What is going on in I the studios I've here? I've
0: never heard that.
1: Well, that's, that really sounds like it could be electrical.
0: Oh, you know what? Let me unplug this thing. The Hold hair dryer. Hold on. If she gets electrocuted, as I'm
1: watching her walk over, she unplugs it, and she's still alive. Okay, Esther Koo is still with us. Thank you, Esther. What do You, th- you think it was that's, because of that?
0: Yeah, I, I think so, because that's the first time I ever plugged in the hairdryer into that outlet.
1: Ah.
0: Yeah, usually I plug it in over there, so... <sighs>
1: Look what we just found out here at Esther Koo Studios. (laughs) Do not plug a hairdryer into that outlet over there. You should actually make a little sign there. So the next time somebody comes here, they won't do something like that. I'll
0: type it out and print it, right?
1: Exactly. Put a little sign right by that so in case somebody's doing that. Good idea. So yeah, I've been doing this for 25 years with this guy. And it's kind of like a 25th anniversary. And at the end of June... As I said, the dates, we're doing a thing. It's going to be at the Comedy Store. Not everything is announced, but I guess we have announced one thing. We're going to do on Friday in the afternoon. I'm just not sure what time exactly. Late afternoon, we're doing a live podcast. And the fans of the big three have always loved these podcasts. They're they're fanatical. So it's just seeing like a group of people that love something so much. Seen a live performance, come together and
0: meet each other. Right?
1: Oh, and then and they become
0: best friends.
1: You're exactly right.
0: (gasps) Oh my god! So it's been a whole thing. A cult leader.
1: Well, in some ways, yes, (laughs) but no, I'm just joking around, of course. But that's what this is all about.
0: You don't have to be joking around. You have a massive following.
1: It's not massive. It's not like I'll bet you have more people that follow you.
0: No, you have more people you think so yeah I, all the stuff I you have a whole very descriptive Wikipedia page detailing the plot of the movie you wrote huh. and people discussing it like whether it was real or like what they thought about the movie Well just to make it to make page. it to
1: make it come in uh, a, there was a lot of writers it wasn't just me there was uh, a guy a uh, guy named Mole was a writer. Jimmy Kimmel was a writer. The guy
0: who played Mole?
1: Yeah. He's
0: a writer. He yes. wrote on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> See, when
0: I was watching it, yeah. he would he would crack up some a lot of times.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. You were
0: good at keeping a straight face.
1: If I may say this, I'm not good at keeping a straight you face. You were. But in those scenes, maybe they were. I the, the funniest thing ever about that movie. Because you have to understand one thing, and this is like, uh, I I don't know how to word this because it's still going on, so I got to word it carefully, okay? Do you mind me taking a second to think how I should word this? Okay, go ahead. Okay, sometimes when you see something and you realize it worked exactly how you wanted it to work in a situation like this, if that means anything to anybody, it is so wonderful and you can't help but get giddy. There was a time that in the movie, and there was a a part in there, and it was cut down so low, there was a part where Perry is being photographed for the cover of a magazine, and he's doing push-ups and things like that. It was maybe one of the most I've ever laughed in my life, and it just is such a great memory of life because it was such a perfect thing. And people that have ever seen the movie are the fans, the fanatical people that are listening to this, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I will tell you this. It's very, very cool. There is somebody right now that has taken what has been created and they have done this thing where they're making, they're taking interviews with different people. Like big celebrities. And they're editing it so flawlessly. It's like a real Videotape and these people are doing this for my project. This project that we're doing, and it is some of the funniest stuff. And they're making
0: the celebrities say crazy shit.
1: Well, I will show you at one point just what I'm talking about, but it is so brilliant. And the fact that it's inspired by what we've been doing, and they're just doing
0: what I mean. That following that is a loyal following. I'm very,
1: very honored by that. Wow, I'm very, very honored by that. Oh my
0: god, that's great. I'm just getting Thank my it. following going.
1: What do you mean this you're just new. getting it going?
0: This is all new for me.
1: But you how long have you been doing stand up now?
0: Well, for I've been doing the podcast for a fraction of the stand up. That's right. why this part of it is all new to me ah. still. You know, like talking to people right. on a longer form. Medium like a podcast. Right,
1: right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? It's like I was saying to you before the show. I think this is perfect for you because I think you can get a lot of very good guests. Just you being you. Nobody's gonna turn you down.
0: People so, have turned me down.
1: Who's turned you down? Give me a name.
0: Um Bob Devono.
1: Okay. End of his <laughs> career. End of his damn career. I want everybody out there. Anti Bob Devono fans. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who he is? No, I don't. I have no idea. See what I is mean? He a, is he a comic?
0: Yeah, he's a comic. Is he good? He's in New York, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: See, I know no New Yorkers, and I'll bet you they I went to New York one time. What club did I play? They let me go up there, and they were like, oh, my God, it's so great. We'd love to have you. And I am telling you, I cannot remember a crowd not liking me more. I was so And I'm trying to think of the club. What What are some of the big New York clubs Caroline's, it wasn't carolines
0: comedy cellar stand-up new york gotham
1: might have been comedy comic se-
0: strip live
1: might have been comedy cellar no it might have been comedy cellar it was in a basement and i know that uh recently it was like uh they had Dave tell uh jerry seinfeld and somebody else maybe dave Chappelle go up like back to back to back there mm-hmm. So I think it was that place and I just remember looking at it. they didn't I was like an alien and I realized man everything about me is how I present it the material is never funny it's how I present it and if I'm a little nervous that can screw everything up and I think in New York it did and so I have very very difficult memories of performing stand up comedy in New York but I'm going to be back there again in October and maybe I'll try to go there somewhere there again. Maybe I Where are to you re- going to go? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just going to be in town. And maybe they give me some sort of spot, just like 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah,
0: I'll make some calls for you.
1: Oh, you would do that? Yeah, i will be like, like my
0: friend Don Barris. Wow. So going to be in town. Put him up.
1: Esther Kupower thank you, and I would love to do that. Thank you, I'd really like to do yeah. that just because I want to go there. And I felt, listen, ba-
0: just like people out here need podcast guests, they need guests over there. Yeah, and they need comics over there.
1: Very, so you can't very. Use true. the same
0: people all the time. No, and then, like the audience stops going to your club. Yes, because they're like, I saw this guy five times already.
1: Uh, where's your favorite place in New York?
0: I like stand up New York. Why is that? I like Caroline's.
1: Now, what do you work there as? Are you a headliner? What do you go there? Because isn't Caroline the opener, middle, close? Isn't that what Caroline's does? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you go there, what do you do?
0: Well, I had my 420 show there.
1: Oh, what was your 420 show?
0: It was Kevin Brennan and a bunch of comics, Marshall Brandon, Smokey Suarez.
1: Smokey Suarez at a weed show? Yeah. (laughs) Perfect name.
0: So I produced my own show there. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's good then. Yeah, so that's why you know. Yeah, and then,
0: and then I that. closed the show. I mean, it wasn't a headlining set. I was only on stage for like half an hour, but Oh,
1: what it is is this. You're doing what you do and you made connections there and they like you, right? Yeah. That's all that matters.
0: They actually made a pilot about Carolines. Really? And, and yeah, they made like a uh they were making like a reality show about it. Like the behind the scenes of a right. comedy club. Right. And they called me, and we shot this thing.
1: Really? Yeah. Was it imp- was it real, or was it fake? And put in they put things in there.
0: It was fake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you see, I'll tell you. You know who at at one point on uh, TBS, Pauly Shore had a show that was the same thing. What was going on at the comedy store? But it was all a story idea. They wouldn't let it be real. You know. I'll tell you, that would have been the greatest thing because I remember thinking when they were talking about doing it, if they would add a camera like at the back door of the comedy store, so many people were shitting on the idea and saying, oh, it's going to be terrible. Oh, and all this. You get that kind of stuff and you get the real response of people and what really goes on at the comedy store. That would have been spectacular. And Paulie had the chance to do it. But TBS, I guess they went a different route. So when you say that about Carolines, but it is nice that they chose you to be part of it.
0: Yeah, but they should have just let realness right. happen. exactly. Rather than like, trying to like fake drama, like create drama.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And telling us like what we should be angry about. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, okay. Like, everything was just kind of fabricated.
1: Right, like, give me an example of what they did with you. What did they tell you to do?
0: I was, like, in an argument, in a fake argument with somebody.
1: Then what was the argument about?
0: No, some big black lady comedian was was supposed to be screaming at somebody. She was mad at somebody for something.
1: And you came in and did what?
0: And I just kind of was like so new to like doing anything on camera. I didn't really know what to do. <laughs> I'm probably the reason why it never got
1: aired. <laughs> uh, well, you're at least willing to take the blame when it's. <laughs> well, I don't think they based the whole series around you. And if no, you...
0: I had a I had a small part. Right,
1: and they could have just cut but you out true. if they wanted. Like
0: what? What year was that? The Polyshore. Boy, CBS I can't thing. remember. That would have been amazing.
1: Oh, it was. It was. Uh the possibilities were just great they were great and you know what but i've talked to paulie since and he's actually said that that would have been great and you never know i mean nowadays like you're doing this podcast easily the comedy store could have their own production place where they're producing things why not the internet is going to be the new television easily absolutely make your own comedy special oh absolutely the generation right now they get most of their entertainment not from television from the internet so that's the way everything is going. And the next step is everything that's on the internet is going to be on your TV. That's why you
0: shouldn't be embarrassed if like, you have like an internet series or yes. web series. Oh, it's
1: who's just, embarrassed by that? It's just
0: as good as having a oh, real show. Sometimes better.
1: Sometimes better. <laughs>
0: sometimes better. Absolutely. Yeah, because you don't have all those stupid network people telling you to change everything.
1: They put down podcasts. There's people that put down podcasts, like big radio people. I know even Stern was against it. But you can't argue with success. Like Adam Carolla, uh, Joe Rogan, all the nerdist guy, all these people that have these great huge shows, they're more powerful than radio. They're much more powerful. And now you're cutting out all these people because it's you and who you have working for you and you make, they make deals and you get paid money. And instead of going through different companies before it gets to you, oh, it's just an amazing time. That's the reason you should be glad that you're doing these things right now. I do you ever do videos on your own?
0: Yeah, I do. Do you? Like yeah. do you put,
1: put out? A, do you have a YouTube channel? Mm-hmm.
0: I make do... I make music videos. Oh, do you really? And yeah, I do song parodies.
1: Oh, oh, can you sing?
0: Yeah, I sing. Oh, see,
1: I am envious. I love music so much. I even have. I have my band, the Barris Kennedy Overdrive, that goes up at the end of the comedy store a lot. But I just love music so much. I used to make videos all the time, but I'm not it. Oh, I would really? I would sing over other people. Yeah, but it's cool that you're actually singing there.
0: Yeah, I have my ukulele right here.
1: Where is it? It's I don't... over
0: there. It's in the corner. Can I get it? You want to get it?
1: I do want to get it. I want to hear you sing. You want to hear me sing? I, I'll get it for you. I think I see it. It's right there. Hold on.
0: Go get. I want to talk more about your movie though. That was so fucking funny, the Windy City Heat movie. City. Dude, I was like, you guys are fucking with this guy so much. It is so fucking funny. But do you do that all the time? I, I was wondering. Like, I was like, he's like yelling. Like, he just loses his shit multiple times throughout the movie. And it's hilarious.
1: Well, let me let me say this. And let me again, keep it in mind, Esther. Oh, here we go. I've done this for now going on 25 years. It's a reality show. I'm as real as real can be. So I will go into more detail, but everything you see... That is his real reaction to everything. Everything you see is real, and it's been going on for 25 years. And I can honestly say this he may be the worst person alive. He is a dreadful human being. He is a racist. He is a uh, misogynistic. He is a. Uh, He's just. He. He claims that he's a Jehovah Witness and he goes he goes online. He's a Jehovah's Witness. Yes. He's a baptized Jehovah Witness. And there is actually I guess this is funny enough. When he was baptized, I mean think about you centering your life around one guy and his actions. When he was baptized, he was in line and he slipped and he fell into the pool on top of another guy getting baptized. And this guy, to some people, there are celebrities that have met him, and they say it's like meeting the Beatles because they've heard so much about this, so much about this. Then when they finally meet him, it's, they're blown away by this guy. What? You have, the guy has been given a career, and he just has never learned how to use it. And he begs me for help. So I tried to help him and he's the worst person in the world. All oh he's God. I put money, time and all this crap and he won't do anything to help out. But you know what? If there's a way that you could sing That's why a thought, song. That's
0: why I thought it was fake. Fake? Because who's going to what actor's going to act like so obnoxious on the set like Oh,
1: he is the worst. He's racist. He's homophobic. He puts women down. He we, Then he claims he's religious. Oh, I can't do this. It's this immorality around me? Then you check out things that he's liked on Twitter, and it's nothing but girls with their vaginas showing. I mean, he's just a perverted son of a bitch, and he's a liar. Oh but right now, God. and now here it is with her ukulele in hand. This is Esther Koo. Great voice. You like that? I thought you were going to be terrible. I'm going to tell you the truth. Wow. Are you serious? I thought you were going to be fucking terrible.
0: Why would you think that? Why would I
1: think that? Okay. Do you want the truth? Yeah. Okay. Because I would imagine that you think that you're a good singer, which I think, first of all, fucking great. I can see why you would people go crazy over videos. Your voice is sweet. The look that goes with the voice is perfect, man. So I can see why people would want to watch your videos. So that's great. But the reason that I would think that you would have a terrible voice, now I'm going to tell you the truth, because I think that people would tell you things that you would want to hear a lot. That's what I think. And like, oh, yeah, you're a fucking excellent singer. And he would be okay. Okay. But you are great. So when you saying that, I was like blown away. To tell you the god's honest truth.
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: and another song. Here she is once again. Wait, let me
0: tune my ukulele. Now,
1: do you uh, you say you do parodies? Now that wasn't a. Oh, that's like a kind of a song parody. But a parody is like if you did someone else's song and you changed the words. Do you do that? Is that the kind of parody, or is it what you like just? Clever Limerick's parodies.
0: Um, I I take all these songs and I make them into parodies.
1: Right now, she is tuning the ukulele. Let me just tell you this. I personally do not know what it would be like to tune a ukulele because I've never tuned a ukulele. So to do that, I would have no idea what I was doing. She seems to be not knowing herself as I'm listening to the same thing being played. Okay, now it sounds a little different. I think it's... Oh, oops, she's going to another one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, you guys, that the first song was out of tune. Was it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, I thought, I thought it worked.
0: Bought a... Bought a dildo on Amazon It's being shipped here from Taiwan Like New... How could I be such a moron? Bought a dildo on Amazon It's being shipped here from Taiwan Like do they send How could I be such a moron? To believe it got a package from UPS Something inside smells dead be from the like new days. Sir. How could I be such a moron? That's a video I have online, Dildo on Amazon. Really? Yeah.
1: Again, I will say, wonderful. That is really, 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 really good. Very, very impressed. And I will say this again, even though we've talked about it, I still am surprised. How good you do sing! Please don't be offended. I hope you take that as a compliment.
0: I do take it as a compliment. Thank All you. All right. Yeah.
1: So, uh, did you start out as a singer? Because now, when you were singing, I was thinking, I wonder if she was a singer. Did that, and then became a comic. How did it g- come down?
0: I started as an oboe player.
1: What's an oboe?
0: A oboe is a woodwind instrument with a double reed.
1: And where would you do this?
0: In band at school.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but I mean, this wasn't a career. You were in a professional. I oboe wanted club. to
0: make it a career.
1: Well, what level did you get to? Did you drop it after high school?
0: Um. Yeah, I I dropped it at high school. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. I'm not I'm not trying to cross examine you. I'm just asking a couple <laughs> questions because no, as I'm watching but- you, I became interested. I should wait and ask these questions. When I interview you on my podcast,
0: that's okay. You can take charge. Oh. Um, no, but the thing is, I did get to a really high level. I I became the first chair oboe player in the state of Illinois. Very good. When I was thirteen,
1: really, yeah,
0: against all the other grade schoolers. So you're a so child we, prodigy. So we state we. Oh my god! So we um we were the state champion band, like all the best. French horn, all the best flutists, all the best clarinetists, like they all come together into one band, and I was their oboe player. Wow! Yeah,
1: pretty impressive. And this was in high school.
0: This was in in uh, grade school, like eighth grade. Grade school, okay.
1: So what happened after that, as far as the the instrument? Now you're the best in the state of Illinois where do you take that
0: um so we just play at district you're the band that performs at district all right so we go to rehearsals and and we play there
1: right yeah okay well that's that's wonderful i'm trying to be but i was asking you and again if i'm out of line tell me i was just wondering because i'm really interested as a musician so you're in eighth grade there but you started stand-up when. Seven years ago, or six years ago, or seven? When did you start stand-up? How many years out of high school?
0: Um, I went to college.
1: Uh Uh-huh, and in college, what did you do? Did you play in the band there?
0: No, I sold my oboe because I needed the money.
1: Oh, that's exactly where the drug addicts go for their oboe. First thing that they sell. Oh, I need some crack. It <laughs> wants to buy an oboe. <laughs> I didn't,
0: I didn't um, turn into a drug addict, though.
1: Oh, you didn't go that route. What no. did you need the money for?
0: Just to pay for shit. Oh. I know, but I also wanted to study music. Right. Like, I, I became so good at the oboe, and I was making my own reeds and everything, and I told my parents I wanted to study music and they said, don't do it. You're, you won't make any money.
1: Well, they sound like they're very encouraging.
0: And I still want to go to music school. Even now? Yeah.
1: Well, I really think that that's a, it's a different language when you know how to speak it at all. It's something that's kind of a pretty good rush, I would say. So yeah, why don't you go back?
0: I should, right? I
1: think you should do everything you can possibly do. Now, did you ever take the ukulele on stage when you first started stand-up and sing these songs? And do you do that now?
0: Why is this turning into your show?
1: It isn't. I understand Um, that, but I'm interested in this.
0: I brought it up on stage uh, recently. No, because I started stand-up with just just stand-up. Okay. Yeah. And then this came in later.
1: It was just one of those things. The reason I asked is because as I'm listening to the voice, I'm wondering where that came from.
0: Oh, because I sang in church. I was like the piano player at my church.
1: Very good. Yeah. All right, so that's where it came. And yeah. how old were you then?
0: I was a kid. I was like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Well, more like 13 to 16.
1: 13 to 16. Yeah. Do you have another song for us?
0: You want me to do another song?
1: I'm going to tell you this, Koo if I may call you Koo, as your friends do. I think you got a great voice, and I think these songs are funny.
0: Oh, you should see my videos.
1: I will watch you your lo- videos. You I will watch videos. your videos.
0: Okay. Um, what song am I going to do? Well, like a- okay, wait, I haven't done this song in a really long time. Let me try to remember it. Okay. Um- song
1: well i will say this well, is great ukulele playing right there well, can you I play guitar yeah wow
0: yeah i used to teach music lessons
1: I'm sorry, I did not know any of this And so when I'm finding this out I was asking another question Go back to the song I apologize for taking (laughs) over Why do
0: you keep apologizing?
1: Because you just yelled at me about taking over the show And I didn't mean to do that I
0: didn't yell at you, don't be so sensitive
1: Well, what people don't know
0: You're like my brother's friend Howard
1: Oh, well then why do you have a gun on the table? Why do you have a gun that you could reach for and pull at any second?
0: Well, just in case you try anything There you go and I got my daddy's car. Cause da, 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 da. And I'll just come, 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 come. What is it? Come, 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 da, da, da. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm fucking, Boys I'm fucking this up. Yeah, but you know what? It does matter. Okay, I'll do a different one. Ready?
1: Okay. All right.
0: Well, the south side of Chicago is a badest part of town, and if you are going down, you go down, fuck. East and at this point in east, it extends all the way to France. And he's been riding, riding, riding every day, every day, and every he 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 night. He's 18 inches long. Home. you've never seen a bigger slow All right, that's last song I'm gonna play.
1: Why? Well, that's okay.
0: Why? I'm gonna use up all my songs.
1: Oh. I don't want to use them all in one song one session just write new ones exactly i was actually going to ask you that do you what? write all these
0: that's right
1: yeah and sometimes
0: my my followers online they help me write my song See, i'll be like i'll be writing a song and i'll be like what rhymes with speech really? or whatever oh. and then we come up with funny songs oh, no, it's that, a group effort oh. and you know i've trained people how to be funny so yeah. now they're funny now they're like my little kids
1: really see so yeah. how intense is your fan base
0: um i don't know like
1: sh- show me a sign of a fan's love towards you
0: um
1: what have they done something that like wow, that's pretty cool
0: they they make artwork for me
1: the, like paintings and yeah stuff like this few. logo oh they did that made, see that's very um, cool by shane, by the shane
0: way. smith shane smith and cool he made the this gang. logo for me yeah
1: see that's nice that's um, good stuff
0: yeah I know, but sometimes you ever like mistake your friends for your fans and you ask them to do stuff and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, I'm not one of your fans. (laughs) You
1: ever do that? Like force
0: force fandom onto your friends.
1: I'll bet you get away with that all the time. though. I don't get away with it as easy. I'll tell you that. You have powers that I don't have.
0: But maybe you can possess them, too. What do you look like in a dress, Don Barris?
1: I look, I look pretty good. I will say this. I'd have to do something about the hair because I really, that's, that's disgusting when it shows you on a dress. But I look pretty good what in What hair?
0: Dressing. On your leg hair?
1: My leg hair, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You just shave your legs. I've been, be like a, a
1: I, I've been thinking about that. a swimmer. I've been thinking about that. Like that Michael Phelps know. Michael Phelps, Phelps look. look, huh? Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm not going to do that. I can tell you that. I won't do that. But it is fun. I I'll do you get keyed when like somebody is nice to you that they become they're such a fan of yours, they'll start talking about s- stuff that you've done and they like you and they let you know how much they like you. That's a great compliment, isn't it? I know. I Absolutely love it. It sometimes gets me through the day.
0: But you know, people people will come and then they won't even talk to me. They'll email me like, "Great show last night. I was there." I'm like, "Why don't you talk to me?"
1: Yeah, that happens a lot too because they're afraid of you. They're yeah. afraid that you're going to say something mean. And most people think that, uh, "Oh yeah, oh I, I want to like her the way that I imagine her to be," and they don't want to really get to know you. But if I may say something, I think that the experience for these if people would be so wonderful. Some of myself, yeah, yeah. You be, you're very nice to everybody, aren't you?
0: No, I'm not.
1: Who do you hate? Who is somebody that you hate their guts?
0: Somebody that I hate?
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Look at you. Stop it. <laughs> no, you stop it. Who do you hate? Who do I hate? Yeah. Um. You I know what? Know. Stop right there. I'm not going to make you do that. I will say this. The reason I think this, because there's a person that went on some podcast... And they asked him that question. And he mentioned me amongst like a few other people. And he said he wanted to beat me up. I'm like, jeez, oh man. I mean, it's like crazy. So that's really? the reason it was stuck in my head.
0: Well, I don't hate you.
1: Good. I know you don't, but thank you very much. Well, I'm for saving that ha- for the end of the show. All right. <laughs> 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 Let me it's ask you. Be a surprise. All right. I like surprises at the end. Uh, let me ask you this. Well, wait a minute. There I go again. I'm so used to being the one that asks questions. You ask the questions. I know.
0: You don't know how to be a guest No, I anymore. don't.
1: I don't. So yeah. I will sit here. No, I that's
0: won't. why it's fun for me to have you veterans on. Because then it just it's easy for me. Then you just start interviewing me. Yeah. And then I just kinda take a back seat <laughs> and just go along for the ride.
1: Well, I don't want to do that. What do you want to know about me? Anything else?
0: I want to talk more about the movie. Is okay. that okay? Does yeah, everybody okay. always want to talk to you about it?
1: Well, what it is, and to be honest with you, right now it's I can't give away real answers. I don't Why not? Why not? Because it's still going on
0: my god you guys but are how often do you see this guy and does everybody around him do that to him if,
1: if he, or just you and mo he has a bunch of fans and they'll make comments on things yes uh-huh. so yes more
0: than just you two well that he can exist in this world
1: he has a lot of fans like you know fans are with you.
0: You guys made him into something. Yes. Yeah, you fabricated his celebrity.
1: <sighs> I don't think fabricated. Designed it, it. I will say this, I think that I think that there's a lot of people that are very impressed with that. And I mean very big name people that look at that and like, "Whoa." And they've come up to me and told me that to the point where I would blush. Because it's just like, how the hell do you Who know? Said that to you? I, I'm not going to say n- Spielberg. No, it was not <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Not Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I will just say, it. so it's an ongoing thing. And what is possibly happening, it's just we're about to possibly end this realm of the entire thing. We're going to see if we can get something with it, or I'm trying to see if I can get something going with it. How to
0: end it? He's become its own phenomenon.
1: Right, it's like- Exactly. So, we have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny because uh, when, uh, do you remember the movie, The Truman Show?
0: I love The Truman Show.
1: All right. I should stop talking about that, too. Boy, there's just so many things I can't talk about. Why about not? Because it's still going on.
0: Oh, my God. We have a
1: huge show coming up at the end of June huge four-day event four-day event
0: people come for all four days
1: right people come for all four days and they have a great time and like you said it's community they know people there is one guy (laughs) that came out here with his wife he let other fans fuck his wife and it's like oh my god i think they're divorced now but they're like oh my god oh my god
0: I guess that's a good way to bring up a divorce.
1: Yeah, exactly. But if you
0: want to fuck my fans? <laughs> go ahead. Oh, now you want a divorce? That's fine with me. But
1: this is guys. He brought his wife, and he let his wife have sex with other fans of the project. And it's like, and I just thought, wow, what a what a crazy community that is. It's pretty bizarre. I don't know. Maybe I'm the one that's fucked. Maybe it is 2017. And they're these old time places that that's all accepted. Fuck my wife if you'd like. But there I go, talking about myself.
0: That's what you're supposed to do here.
1: Well, ask me a good question. I can't really talk. You
0: don't like any of these questions? No, it's
1: not that I don't like the, those questions. It's just that uh, uh, there's a lot of things. Because if you ask me away from here and you were really interested, I'd tell you the whole thing off I,
0: record. Yeah,
1: but right yeah. now I can't because.
0: Because you're in in between the first and second sequel? Yeah. You guys are still doing the second movie. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: it's probably going to be a possible TV series. Or the end. Oh, my God. One of the two coming and up. And
0: all these big people who have come up to you and been impressed by this movie, yeah. they probably want a part in the movie, too. Yeah. Don't they? Yes. Okay, who's the name you're going to have in the sequel? Well, I'll
1: tell you this. There is a guy that's helped us all along. He actually, when he found out about this show, he called and said he wants to be part of it, Dominic Monahan from Lost, and uh, great guy. Really gets what's going on. Uh, a guy that was very, very, very maybe one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, uh, Jack Black, had us in his Festival Supreme. We had never gone on stage together as a group. But he liked it so much, he put us on that oh, show. awesome. Are you familiar with Festival Supreme? No. It's Jack Black brings comics and rock music. And he has a uh, big festival every year. So he let us be part of it. He is like, I was so honored to do that. He's such a cool guy.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: but like uh, Jimmy Kim- Kimmel produced the first movie.
0: Are you Jimmy Kimmel with no makeup on? <laughs> no. I've never seen you two in the same room.
1: Well, you can every night you And can like go to the-
0: when you're when you're done doing warm up for the Jamie Kimmel show, do I just go, go and put on back, a different suit? And then 15 minutes later Jamie Kimmel walks
1: no, out. No, no. You're it- nowhere to be found. <laughs> oh, you got it. You found <laughs> damn it anyway. You're too good. You're too good, Esther Koo. No, that is not true. But uh
0: I know. It's still ongoing, so you can't talk about it. But once the Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> show is off the air, then it'll all be revealed. Look what you know. Jimmy Kimmel takes off his makeup. I have makeup to say this, because, because his... who
1: knows? I I might get in big... Uh-oh. Is that me or you? That's you. That's me?
0: How dare you not turn off your phone? I didn't know it was on. You're the on. first person well, in 500 people who've well, had their phone go off.
1: Well, you know what? Oh, sh- what? Sorry. not only
0: is your phone on but you got to get it
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to i'm just trying to turn it off there we go okay all right so anyway yeah but you know what let, let's let say that uh uh i one little niche that i have i every night i close the show at the comedy store that's kind of cool i love that i have the longest running show in the history of the comedy store in the ding dong show it's every monday night
0: Ding Dong Show. The Ding Dong in the Show. Belly
1: room. Yeah, I'm wearing the hat. I've seen That's... you guys in action. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I... Oh, you have not.
0: Yes, I have. You have Schizo up there. You okay. have Mary Jane. Okay, you have your whole people.
1: Whoa, you have seen it.
0: Yeah, you act like I don't know who you are. God,
1: <laughs> well, you're big New York ukulele player. You could <laughs> you could have friends all over the world. <laughs>
0: So, Monday night, is it a podcast? You it
1: is. A, it's a live streaming podcast, yes. And what it is, it's just...
0: Can I do a song on your live streaming podcast?
1: I, if you, Anytime you want. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Let's Esther, do it. I'm very impressed with you as a person and everything else. If you said you wanted to be part of anything I did, I would say yes. Oh. So, yes. Please come there. Okay. Please come there. And uh, I was thinking... Well, we'll talk later. All right, so ask me another great question. <laughs> ask me another question. Ask me another question. Well, about... all
0: my questions have to do with Windy City. T-
1: oh, really? Well, ask ask one. I'll tell you if I can answer it.
0: Oh, okay, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> so that was so funny when you guys arrived to the movie theater. Yes. Late, right? Because you had to stall the arrival of, the, of him getting to the movie theater because it's not a full two-hour movie. <laughs> right?
1: Well... <laughs> Not exactly. I mean, what we had, you know, when we did this, the first edit was twelve hours, and
0: twelve. You had a twelve-hour movie. Yeah. Why don't you guys release that?
1: Because on
0: Netflix, we don't
1: own. Because we don't own it. Comedy Central owns it.
0: And what are they going to do with it? They're sitting nothing. On it?
1: They've done. They never did anything for that movie. They played it a few times, and nobody ever heard. The people that heard about it became very much in love with it. But they did nothing. And it just shows you. But, I mean, again, you live in a day and age. You can make a movie on your own now. That's the reason when I said to you, do you make videos? Because Esther Koo, I'll bet you she could make a movie and people be fans of it. And I'll bet you you could get a lot of big actors to be in your Esther Koo movie. Do you ever think about that? I do. Really?
0: What if I do a movie where I'm a comedian, but I get frustrated that nobody takes me seriously. Like you sitting here being like, I'm really impressed. Well, nobody gives me stage time. Then I decide, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go be a stripper. And I start stripping. And then there's some big Hollywood producer or some agent or somebody.
1: I'm going to tell you right off the bat, this is a spectacular idea. This is a fucking unbelievably great idea. Because first of all, you're blending comedy And you know what? You know who did that before? Do you know who Felicia Michaels is? Yeah. Do you know her? Yeah. Yeah. She posed in Playboy.
0: She did? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Right. So. Now Playboy, you can't even show tits and pussies. Oh, no.
1: They've actually changed that. They're now putting it back in. Oh, they are? Yes. And I think that's already happened. Yes. They took it for a while and I think... They didn't sell a lot of issues, but I think it's (laughs) a no brainer. Yeah. But I think a lot of that, it's, it's so sad. And I don't know about you. When I was a kid, I used to collect newspapers. I would collect newspapers of like big events that happened. Like if there was something that happened, you know, like obviously like something like 9 11, I might get some New York paper and I'd keep the whole paper. And I had a collection of these. My mother later threw them out. But I really got into newspapers. And the fact that newspapers and magazines, they're not around anymore. And it's like, it's kind of sad because it used to be like a cool thing in big cities. They'd always have these newsstands where you could go there and it was like a great library. And they just don't, they're not going to have that anymore. Newspapers, magazines, they're all going out.
0: Are they? Are newspapers all going to be online? Yeah, that sucks.
1: Yeah, and it's it was like and because like if you when look you're
0: at a kid, you use it to make paper machete. There's all, all sorts of uses for newspapers. But like
1: if you go back to the 40s, they're reading the New York Times, and you still can go out and see the New York Times, and that's probably not going to be like that anymore. They have big paper you could sit there. It's it's a very sad era, I think. But if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell, right?
0: I mean, I'm sure there's still some people who like it, but we're all addicted to these screens. Yeah. I hate that.
1: Do you hate it?
0: I do hate it. I wish the iPhone could be like a Kindle where there's not like such a bright light. Even on the lowest setting, it's still like really bright.
1: Yeah. My, My feeling is this. I actually love the fact that, and maybe it's because we're in show business and we're trying to play with our fans to be able to go on there and go on there for an hour and just write well, to these people. Well, my fans are trying to play with me. What What do you mean they try to play with you? Oh, the dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> are you dirty? No. No. Are you dirty on stage? No. Not at all? Mm-mm. I don't think you'd need to be. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's good. That's the only reason that I would say maybe don't do the uh, the comic that can't make it works as a stripper. Because, yeah. I don't, because I don't think you need that image. I mean, I think it'd be great. I think that people would love to see it. I'll bet you there'd be a lot of people that would... And it'd probably make you a star and it's probably the best thing to do. <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> no,
0: no, I'm not going to do that.
1: Aren't you? No. What would your family think about something like that?
0: Uh, well, my family doesn't think very highly of me now anyway, so... Why is that? Because they just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm like the black sheep of the family.
1: Was the rest of your family wealthy? Do do you have brothers? Do you have sisters?
0: No, they're not wealthy.
1: But they just thought you should be doing something differently?
0: I don't know what they think, but they just, they're not, like, very supportive, you know?
1: I don't think a lot of people are. You know a guy that I know that made it pretty big, and I remember the way his family just pushed the living daylights out of him. Dice Clay was that way.
0: Oh really? His family hated Uh, him. Oh
1: no, they loved him. They put him on a pedestal and I'd see that. I also know, you know, it's it's funny, Jimmy Kimmel, his family, maybe the greatest family I've ever seen in my life. And they just anybody in that family that does something, the entire family, and they've got a huge family, encourages the hell out of everybody, whatever they're doing. I uh his sister does stand up and she did a show at the improv and i was part of that show and i went there she had 10 family members there and thinking jeez oh man that's i kind of wish i had it but i'm like you i not a lot of support from the old family
0: wow if only i had a family like jimmy kimmel yeah that is so nice to have
1: Dice, too. There's another guy. My
0: family is so not supportive of anything I do.
1: Do they not like you doing stand-up?
0: Probably. I don't know. They don't say anything. They don't ever, like... They never, you know, show that, like, they're, like, proud of me or anything.
1: Yeah. I know know the feeling, man. You know the feeling, right?
0: It's hard. You know, here's my thing. It makes it harder for us because, like, we don't have... Our family like rooting for us behind us. I'll say when this. You, when you know you have that.
1: I'll say this, and I've never said it on, this, on any podcast, so an exclusive on the S D You know, you always, when you come from a family like that, you always want to get their approval on anything. Now, my, my thought was, if you go out to Hollywood and you mm-hmm. say, I'm going to make a movie, the odds against that are pretty good that you never get a chance to make the movie. But to make a movie, then to have a movie that people really like, the odds against that are just astronomical. And I remember asking my mother about that a long time ago. And her only reason, well, it's not my brand of humor. I'm like, really? Your son did something. About your movie? uh, Yeah. Your son did something (gasps) that's against all odds. And just know it. I would watch, like, you would watch your kid no matter what they did. But if they did something good, to still not give a shit about it.
0: She just never wanted to be a mother to begin with. Any mm. real mother would have been like, this is amazing. Like, congratulations. But,
1: well, even like, if it wasn't amazing, they would still say that. But it was amazing. They still didn't say it.
0: It's amazing. They didn't have time. But that's why it was amazing.
1: Yeah. No. You may be right, but I do understand what you're saying there, so I can relate to that. So,
0: so Jimmy Kimmel, how did you first get your show?
1: <laughs> I'm not Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> I am not Jimmy Kimmel. I am telling you that you right now. It three
0: times in a row and tap your feet, <laughs> he turns into Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> no, I do
1: not. I do not turn into um, Jimmy Kimmel. Are you going
0: to do that Halloween candy stealing bit again this year? I well, love that. Well,
1: on my show, it always seems to work. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, that is a funny bit No, there, but you,
0: you do the audience warm-up for Jimmy Kimmel.
1: I've done that since it began. And what a great since thing. Since the beginning? Since the beginning. And Sweet. now. Oh, my God. We're to the point we work four days a week. So I'm basically there two hours a day changing in my clothes doing the show changing out of my clothes and I do that four times a week so that's eight hours a week I work yeah yeah but it gives me time the
0: best thing about having you on is that I could title this episode Jimmy Kimmel no
1: don't (laughs) don't No, because you know what'll happen. What will happen? I don't want to get in any trouble at all. You
0: guys aren't fooling anybody. With <laughs> okay, your...
1: I'm just telling you. I just don't want it. Please don't entitle it, Jimmy Kimmel. No, okay, no, no, please no. don't. I don't. Won't. Esther, I hope you're not lying to me. I can't <laughs> have. I can't have you lie to me that way. But
0: do you, do you ever get like Perry fans who are mad at you for fucking with him?
1: Uh... There are a lot of people that say things like, oh, yeah, you're picking on a retard. Well, here's the deal. You know this from being around comedy. There are a lot of colorful people that come to the comedy clubs and do the potluck spots. And they do it. And there's some guys there that are different than anybody else. Are they different? Should they be up there? Did they ever ever have a chance to make it in show business? No. But it's what they want to do, and they do it every week. There was a guy by the name of Scotty Barron. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was an L.A. guy. He had been doing it since the early 80s. He recently died like a couple years ago, but never got beyond the potluck level. He was always just doing like, okay, I'm going to be at this show, and he'd take the bus there. And it's just like, but he loved doing it. You want to take that away from him? He it gave him a purpose to do something, and that's what a, people don't understand. I never heard of him? You never heard of him? Ask somebody who's been around, like uh, maybe the scene, Scotty Baron. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's kind of sad, because, but you know what? He did it all. I mean, he did it since the early eighties, and he just and kept. He
0: never going. got passed.
1: He never got passed. Never really. He may have been one of these guys that never had a paycheck. What I did is I took a guy like that. I told him at the very beginning, I said, you know what? People are, you know, you're a character. When you scream, it's funny because you get mad at everything and it's a funny character. And he knew it. And I told him this and I said, yeah, yeah, people tell me, you know, so he kind of knew it and I said, hey, it's going to be rough. And he said he understood it. And I went ahead and I did it and I made, we made that movie. We made the movie. And I. I've been going on for 25 years, but just to show you what a fucking asshole this person is, I had a. Uh, we did a thing on our podcast. We call it the $10 shoutouts, and what it was was somebody was able to write a letter for ten bucks. We would get the money, and then we would split the money amongst the cast, mm-hmm. and they could say whatever they wanted. So they write it, and it was always on Perry shitting on him, and it was. But they, they, they understood what was going on, but he always, but he made money doing it and he liked the money. That's all he cares about. So he was one time, even though a Jehovah witness and doesn't celebrate Christmas, it was be, like in December and he was begging people. He was begging people saying that, Hey, I'll unblock you from my Facebook for a hundred dollars. Nobody took him up and it was, but he's trying to raise money because he had no money actually. So this was in October. So, it's Christmas is coming up. So, nobody gave him, he got $11.13 sent to him. What I did is I said, hey, listen, for the next four days, if you have a letter postmarked before this date, uh, we're doing $20 shout outs. Send $20. We got 150 letters in 10 days. So, that's $3,000. So, I raise all this money to give him a portion. So he could have that. He refused to even come. He lied to me saying his car engine fell out. And then he complains to people saying that I ripped him off. He's a terrible human being. Oh my God, what? At one point, remember the guy, and I don't know if you know this. Do you remember the guy a few years ago? They called it the balloon boy's father. It was a guy that claimed he had had a weather balloon that he put up there and his kid was trapped in it. Yeah, it was Do you remember all that? Fake. Yeah, it was all fake and this guy faked it. Balloon well, boy. B- balloon boy. Balloon boy. Balloon boy. That guy was one of Perry's friends. So we have all this footage dealing with this that guy right there. Perry even went on Jimmy Kimmel live to talk about him and Mole and I came on. You can look that up on the internet. It's very funny. But uh the point is is that this guy, this balloon boy's father, at one point was having Perry buy crack cocaine for him. And what they would do is they would go get crack. They would split it. And then Perry got so addicted that one time he was telling me that he would do this route. It was an eight mile there and back where he got his crack. So it's four miles there, four miles back. He would go there, smoke the crack, and then start exercising. And then at the end of the high, and one night he did that like nine times. That's I mean, how close to death was he? And so I protected this. I told this guy, we went to this guy and told him it would be best that you stayed away from Perry. I saved this guy from getting, killing Perry. So I've cared about this guy. I've overlooked him forever. I've given him... He has become a celebrity, even amongst the people that do the extra work and the potluck comedy, that group of people who are in show business at that level. He is the star amongst them because he was the star of a movie. He would have done this all on his own. He is successful because he knows us. But there are people that say, oh, why are you doing this? And they try to ruin it for us by telling him. There's a lot of fans that are out there because it's reality. it's the toughest it's the toughest part of this whole project to keep these fans from ruining it
0: Wait, so but he he doesn't believe it when people come up to him and say, "Hey, they're all doing a joke on you. This whole movie's a joke on you."
1: I don't know why they would say that, but yes. <laughs>
0: Well, and, I just want to tell everybody that if you haven't seen this movie, I think it's, it's called it's a, Windy City Heat.
1: And you can watch it on, uh, it's on YouTube. I believe that somebody keeps putting it up there and they, they'll take it down, but they put it up on YouTube. So if you don't want to go out, if you haven't seen it, but there's, and if you're in the Los Angeles area, you want to see the big three live. We have the, I think it's called uh 25 or 7722. Oh, I wish I fucking... See, this is what I'm saying. I told you before, I don't know how to promote this. It's some kind of summer slam, but it's that weekend. Look on my Facebook page or Twitter, and I'm sure you'll see something. At
0: Simply Don One.
1: Simply Don One is my Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Don Barris is my Facebook. Get in touch with me if you've never heard of it before or anything like that. Esther, may I say this? This was fun doing. You're a great host. Oh, High five you. to you. Thank you. We got songs, everything.
0: No, listen. Yes. Your movie is amazing. Thank People you. need to see it.
1: Thank you it, very I much. I was
0: laughing so fucking hard.
1: <laughs> and if you want, we did four years of the big three podcast.
0: You guys should ask Comedy Central for like the rest of the twelve hours. That's <sighs> that's footi- that footage it must well, be gold. Uh but didn't, while he was shooting this, didn't he think, why is there so many, why are cameras? there so many cameras, like, back, like, when I'm sitting well, there with I'll my tell you, lawyer. okay,
1: I'll tell you this, I'll what? tell you, here's what happened. We were originally going to shoot this movie, and it was going to be Windy City Heat, where Perry played a sports detective, the funds ran out. Then this guy, this Romanian business guy, Yergi, came into the picture porn producer he is a porn producer exactly he came into the movie and became the producer he was the guy that put the money up and then actually i believe it was jimmy kimmel that said hey this other stuff is not working that well but the behind the scenes stuff that's been filmed is funny and we should put this out try to make it a comedy he sold it to comedy central and that's so that's how all that happened
0: so Comedy Central owns all of it.
1: Comedy Central owns all of it. You know what? And the, the talk of this, when we were talking about, they said if something let's, else,
0: let's go break into Comedy Central's offices. I think
1: that legally they could do stuff. I have, I have the footage. I just, I would, I think that's illegal to steal from them. But you know what? They may sell it.
0: But your fans really want to see it.
1: Some of them have. How? Uh, I don't really remember how they got to that, but it's out there. They
0: became an intern at Comedy Central just to watch it.
1: There, there was people that were doing that. They were actually being offered money to get stuff from Comedy Central and that may have happened, but there is a 12 hour version out there and a lot of people have seen it. So anyway, but can I, so can I say something about myself? Okay, go. All right. So don't forget our big... Uh, 25 or 7722, dun, dun, Summerslam. There's other words in there. Summerslam, that happens June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th. That's in Los Angeles. Uh, my Ding Dong Show, every every Monday night. Uh,
0: Belly Room Comedy Store. Belly Storm. Room,
1: the longest running show in o'clock? the history. No, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock Monday night. 10 o'clock Monday night. And that is, uh, if you go... And it, we also stream it live so you can watch that. Uh, and I close out, um, if you're ever in town, you see Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I do the audience warm-up there. and
0: So when you do warm-up for Jimmy Kimmel, do they yeah. make you be clean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how long do you do?
1: Uh, it depends. Probably half an hour to an hour, maybe 90 minutes sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like I also i am there the whole time. You know what I should do? You should come by, be, be a guest and come by and watch that.
0: Oh, I would love to. Yeah,
1: I'll do that with you. Oh, where's the com- studio? It's on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh-huh. Do you know, you've never seen it? It's right across from the uh, the Highland oh, Mall. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how so, big is the studio audience?
1: Uh, 200. 200? Yeah. Fun. But I got to be honest with you, because of the fact they put 20 seats out for employees, the thing that I could do that would be nice is I could invite you. You watch a show from the green room. Which is cooler, where all the celebrities hang out, and there's food and drink and all oh that. Oh my god! Yeah, so you come there if you'd like. You can watch my my warm up Then they would take they, you in and there, and
0: they air it on a TV in the green yes, room. Yes,
1: they air it on a TV in the green room. Okay, but but then you can watch the guys as they're going out there. You know, it was on there the other night that was just spectacular, and I get to I get a chance to watch this. I get to get, you know, like I was on. I brought out Paul McCartney on Hollywood Boulevard. I got to do that. The other night, they had on, it was so cool, U2 is touring, and they're promoting the 30th anniversary of their album, The Joshua Tree, and so they did a song in the studio, so there's only 200 people in there, and they had a choir in the audience, and they did that song, I Still Don't found What I'm Looking For, and then the audience gets up, but they're these, you know, they're a choir, and they start to, it was powerful, man, and then you're looking at That's fucking bottom. Maybe quite possibly the most popular man in the world right now. I can't think of many people that are maybe the Pope. Trump. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right.
0: Um, Wow, that's so cool. I want to see that.
1: Yeah. Well, you're invited. We'll talk about it. And thank you for having me on your show. When you said you were going to have me.
0: Look at you. You're closing my show. What if I want to go for another half an hour?
1: Oh, really? Okay, well then, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm not gonna. All right. <laughs> All right, don't be so happy. No, no, but I didn't know, because I don't... See, I'll tell you, Esther, here's the thing. I'm in a position, I, because of the fact that you were nice enough to have me come over here, and a lot of people, they don't pay attention. They won't even ask me to do podcasts with them. Nobody asked me. Nobody ever asked me to open Shut for up. them.
0: Shut up. What do you mean nobody asked me? to Nobody ever.
1: Podcasts? What are you talking about? I'm telling you that... I'm seldom asked to do podcasts. Nobody says, nobody ever asked me to open for them. Because I think I'm the most hated man in show business.
0: Oh, you are? I think so. maybe I shouldn't air this.
1: No, well, you do what you got to do. I mean, talk around and see what people say, but.
0: Why are you the most hated man in show business?
1: Because I don't know. You can't be. I don't know. I don't know why people, do the people ask you to open for them on the road? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rub that in my face. Do people ask you to do podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. I'm telling you. What do you do to people? Nothing. I, I have no idea. I mean, you know, there's people that I could see what, because here's my theory. And a long time ago.
0: No TV host has asked me to do their warm up for their TV well, show. Well, but
1: you know what? I That's opening for him. Okay. What are you talking about? Okay. Yes. You have ab-
0: a regular gig.
1: Yes, I do. And that's wonderful. So
0: what are you bitching about? <sighs>
1: hey, listen, let me tell you something. Don't let fucking, me, don't come at that fucking attitude with here, me. Right? I don't think you're that tough. I'll be very <laughs> honest with you. I am saying yes. You also
0: didn't think I was a good singer.
1: I didn't know. I had no can opinion at all. you in the eye? Yes, I can.
0: I'm shining my knuckles. Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I am saying this. How
0: about a movie where I'm um, a dominatrix comedian, and then she comes out with her whip and her heels And then anybody who bombs, she just whips them in the green. Let me
1: tell you this. To listen to ideas is like sitting on an old Saturday Night Live writer's meeting right here, because these are brilliant. But you would never do that. So why would you even think that?
0: Well why wouldn't I do that?
1: You just said before you would never do that. When you were talking about the stripper movie, you said I'd never do that. Roll back the tape. Yes you did.
0: I don't remember saying that. Uh
1: Aha. Uh huh, then I've caught you. (laughs)
0: Maybe I said I wouldn't do that, but never is a very Oh
1: yeah. You know what? You're right. All right, all right. I I think I probably just
0: said I wouldn't do that.
1: Maybe you did.
0: But I didn't say never just in case I do want to do that. How's that?
1: (laughs) You win that round. (laughs) That's good (laughs) coup. Over here. Well, I'm so happy By the way, am I part of the coup in the gang today? You are. Thank you. Can I have these stickers? Yes. All of them? Yeah. All right.
0: No, I'm so happy that you did my podcast. I can't believe you're not a hot podcast guest. I was hoping that you wouldn't cancel on me like you're too busy. No. You're in this hit movie.
1: But you know, that's long ago. Yeah, Trust but, me. But
0: I just discovered it. Right. And now all of my 15 year old boy fans are going to discover it too. <laughs> and you'll get more people listening to the <laughs> Ding Dong Show. And what's your other one called? The, three, uh,
1: the, th- the Big Three Podcast. The Big Three Podcast. You can still listen to that. That's four years. Go to the Big 3 podcastcom or simply down the podcast network, you can see everything that's being done. Well, listen,
0: over. I was blown away by your movie. Thank you, Esther. That's really nice. You were great in it. You, All right, you you were such a good like straight man, you know. Because, yes. Because you you would have a keep a straight face. Yes. And you know how to do that good because if I was playing a huge life prank on somebody, yeah, I would be cracking up nonstop. I wouldn't be able to.
1: Well, like I said earlier, do that every time that you see something work. Like, oh, we, we, we thought, okay, here's the idea. Like when actually the guy who wrote the piece, uh, we had the, uh, the craft service table where it was knocked over by mole. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that at all? Yeah. That was written by Jimmy maybe a year before we did it. Oh, really? And when that came out, it's like, you don't know how it's going to be, but he was even better than we thought in that scene.
0: Right. I know. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, while you guys are shooting this. You guys must have been like, this is better than we ever thought we could get out of him.
1: Well, when that's happening, you can't help but get giddy like, oh my God, it's working. So I'm sure that a lot of times that's what you would see. Like, If it looks like we're smirking, that's why, because it's like, oh, it worked perfect, so.
0: Yeah, I can't believe how big of reactions you got out of him. (sighs) Wow. Like when you were like, are you taking a shit? Are you okay? And you hear him, you hear his shitting. And you're outside the door being like, are you okay? What's that noise?
1: What is that? Yeah, I was lost. You know what they did? You know what was really cool? And then I won't say, I don't want to talk about that anymore because it's an ongoing thing. But the coolest thing that they did, and they do it for movies like Star Wars and uh, Indiana Jones. What the fans did is they filmed their own little segment of the movie. And they put it all together. So all these different fans did different scenes. And they all recreated it to one long movie. Do you know what I mean? Wow. They do that for like Star And they did it for Windy City Heat.
0: That's so cool. I need to see that.
1: Yeah, it's really kind of cool. And I will say this. And a lot of people don't know. Have you ever heard that the Wizard of Oz, they say that Pink Floyd did that album to go on, along musically with the Wizard of Oz? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, The Dark Side of the Moon, yeah. what's Abs-
0: for The Wizard of Oz?
1: If you put it on like in the second Lion's Roar and you play that whole album, it kind of goes along with what's happening in the movie. So if you just play that and you watch it, and it's it never happened, and I can see why, but it's kind of cool. But what we did with Windy City Heat, we did that to the music of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. So if you watch it with that, you can see what it's all meaning. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? Yes, I am. Oh, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) No, you won't kill me because, first of all, you admitted it on your podcast. And if I wind up dead, there it is right there. He's
0: already died. You, you can watch his obituary. Yes. You can watch his, what is it called?
1: Uh, memorial, service called memorial Service online. On yes, absolutely.
0: Well, Don, thank you so much. Um, you thank guys, you for having I me, I cannot Esta. stress enough. You guys have to see this movie. It is so funny. Windy City Heat starring Don Barris. Yes.
1: And, and Walter Molinsky and Scary Perry Caravello. Caravello. Produced by Jimmy Kimmel.
0: Produced by Jimmy Kimmel. Yes.
1: It would um, never would have happened if it wasn't for Jimmy. I'll tell you, thank God for him. He got a sense of humor because most people don't.
0: I'm glad you got a chance to talk about yourself again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. All right, uh, you win. Say something about yourself then.
0: <laughs> I already did. You interviewed me for half of it. Yes. Uh, all right, kids. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye. Episode was sponsored by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. You can go to speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs throughout California. You can get some Jack Herrera, some OG Kush, some Orange Crush, some joints, some edibles. If you liked how goofy we were on the podcast, guess what? We were smoking that Speedweed. So get on it, order you some because it just makes shit fun as you could hear on this episode. Uh, thank you, Don Barris, for doing my show. I couldn't believe, like, we were having such a great episode, and then towards the end, he's like, I'm the most hated man in show business. And that's just simply not true, simply Don Juan on Twitter, because I've heard people talk about him on podcasts, and they love him. And, you know, there's a reason why he's opening for Jimmy Kimmel since the beginning. Come on. But I think sometimes when you come from a family that's not supportive, like he and I came from, it's hard for us to believe our own successes and to sort of have the self esteem of, you know what, I am loved and him saying that I'm the most hated man in show business. It's a product of our um, of our upbringing, of of our low self esteem and I recognize that in him and I only point it out because I also suffer from that. And sometimes I feel bad for myself, like, oh, yeah, everybody hates me. Or I just invent reasons in my head why somebody would hate me. And when I say them out loud to people, they look at me like I'm crazy. And and they say things like, well, why would somebody hate you? And I mean, okay, I know there are some people who hate me, but (laughs) well, there I go again. Right. But um, we are not hated. Don Barris, people love us and it's time you start believing it okay anyway guys um i am going to stop by the don bears ding dong show well it's not called the don bears i'm going to stop by the ding dong show on june 19th in the belly room at the comedy store at 10 p.m june 21st i'm at the scene in north hollywood june 30th i'm at speak miami in Wynwood. july 28th i'm in simi valley california at the junkyard cafe August 2nd, I'm at Tavolinos in Coral Springs, Florida, and August 10th, Sacramento, California at Laughs Unlimited. So yeah, come out and see me. I got stickers and everybody likes my stickers. Everybody likes my stickers. You need to get a sticker. All right, I'm listening to the Megan Phelps Roper Joe Rogan experience right now. Um, She was one of the Westboro Baptist Church members and she defected, and I find so many similarities in my story to hers because, um, you know, she kept she was kind of correcting herself, and she was like, she was like, yeah, we, and she's like, it's really hard to get out of the we mentality because it's true. You spend your whole life in a church, and it it is a part of you, and it's hard to just disown that part of you. And she's been out of the church for four years, but it's gonna take a while. I still say we. I think. I don't know. I have to listen to past episodes, but um, but yeah, that's an interesting list. in Megan Phelps on the Joe Rogan Experience, number nine seventy four. I think she's lucky that she's alive because, man, if my son or daughter died in a war, and these people from this crazy church came to picket at my daughter or son's funeral, I would have, I would have wanted to take some action. My God, I think. All the members of that church who pick it these gay funerals they're they're so lucky to be alive i i couldn't imagine if somebody did that at your funeral at your kid's funeral like how do you not like just well up with anger and just kill them i i thought that was amazing i think she's lucky to be alive and i'm happy that she's out and i think it helps all of us to understand and get a better point of view from where other people were coming from well, I'm happy that she's out of the cult, but I also see that she's hesitant to call it a cult and I feel like the more time she spends away from the cult, the more likely she will be to call it a cult. <laughs> I guess it's a, it probably took me a few years to start calling it a cult myself. Well, thank you guys so much. I hope that you guys watched the movie before listening to this because then it would make more sense. And do you guys think that the Windy City Heat movie is real? Do you think that this was all a prank on Perry Caravello? Or do you think that he was in on the whole joke and he was playing a part? What do you guys think? I mean, I I tend to believe that it's real, but am I being naive? I think it is real. But then you read online that people are like, yeah, it's not real. I can't believe this is real. (laughs) Don't you guys think it's real? I mean, he made it sound real, didn't he? But that could, be, that could all just be his whole thing, too. Everybody just pretends like it's real. But I think it is real. What do you guys think it is? Is it real or not? Let me know on the tweets. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.